Hello there, my name is Sabrina. Welcome to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Are you a homeschooling mama? Either a first timer, or maybe you've already been at it for years. Maybe you're just thinking about it. I want to encourage you on this journey. Tune in every week to learn hard-won wisdom, practical advice, and tips from other homeschooling moms. You can do this. Welcome back to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Today I want to talk about ways for you to get breaks in your busy mom homeschool life. Have you ever had the experience of being out shopping with your kids during summer break and a cashier or maybe even a fellow shopper remarks in a sympathetic tone, I bet you just can't wait for the kids to be back in school so you can get your life back. Literally, I think I've heard that line dozens of times over the years. It's just something people say, like commenting on the weather. The assumption is that it's burdensome to be home with your children all day. It's hard to know how to respond to that. Maybe we just smile and let it go. It's easier than saying that, actually, my kids won't be going back to school. They'll be home in the fall, just like they are now in the summer. And I really wish summer would go on for a bit longer. The perception is that moms don't get breaks. Yes, motherhood is a 24-7 job, and obviously homeschooling throws a lot more responsibility into the mix. We know it can become overwhelming. We moms tend to put our focus on everyone else, husbands, children, grandparents, and so on. It's really a beautiful part of our feminine vocation of sensitivity and generosity to others. But we mustn't risk our own well-being by always putting ourselves last. Our days can quickly get crazy busy, and the quiet spaces in between all those do-list items will be far and few between. Do you ever feel that way? Picture for a moment how sometimes you have to put your little one on a timeout. It usually has something to do with the child having a meltdown that comes after too much activity or too much excitement or too much sugar. Well, that kind of meltdown can happen to us too. So we need to build in time outs for ourselves, the kind that will recharge our batteries. I want you to know that I haven't always done a good job of this. Over the years, there were definitely stretches where it was tough and I wasn't sure I could keep going. A lot of times it was due to lack of sleep or just expecting way too much or not planning those much-needed breaks into the schedule. But God is faithful and brings us through those rough patches. My goal here is to help you go the distance in your homeschooling, not just get through it, but really enjoy and flourish in this beautiful journey with your family. And a big part of that is for you to take care of yourself. Like they tell you on an airplane, Put on your own oxygen mask first before you attempt to help someone else. So let's talk about the nuts and bolts of timeouts. First, the most important, obviously, is prayer. As Psalm 127.1 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. We can try to do everything right, but without putting it all in God's hands first, 
we will fail. Find whatever time of day works best for you to have a time out with God. Some of you may find that nighttime works best after the kiddos are in bed. But for others, especially moms of little ones, exhaustion can make quality nighttime prayer hard. Try mornings instead. Maybe a prayer walk. If your children are small, go before your husband leaves for work. I combine a morning walk with listening to the Bible in a Day podcast or other meditative or prayer podcasts. The beauty of nature and prayer time combined with that brisk walking really does the trick for me. I arrive home feeling refreshed and energized. The next thing I want to emphasize to ensure mom timeouts, and this is mostly for those of you with young children, is consistent nap time. I know the whole nap thing can become a battle. Kids never want to take a nap unless they're sick. They'll fight nap time by crying or using delay tactics and so on. But this is a battle you have to win. As hard as it is to close the door on that wailing toddler, it'll take only two or three days for him to know you mean business and you're not going to let him skip the nap. My six kids are spread over 21 years, so we had a baby or toddler in our house a lot, and we had to fight with every one of them, but it was all worth it to ensure that I got some quiet time. Just a note, at around age three or four, kids start to grow out of the nap stage, but they can stay in their room, even if they aren't sleeping. They can look at books or even play with their toys in their beds for an hour or two. The only rule is they can't come out. This frees up time for you to work one-on-one with older kids or maybe get dinner prepped or just relax with a cup of tea and a good book. All accomplished more easily without little ones underfoot. The third thing I've found to be really helpful is timeouts with other moms. I've mentioned this in a previous podcast But throughout all my years of homeschooling, I was blessed to be part of a weekly women's Bible study, which best of all included childcare. This gave me a two-hour break in the middle of the school week to study God's Word, hear great speakers, and be in the company of like-minded women who have become lifelong friends. Just looking forward to it each week was a major mood lifter for me. If your church doesn't have such a group, look into the possibility of starting one. Maybe a couple of older women or teenagers could provide the child care. Another idea is to plan a regularly scheduled mom's dessert night out, either at a restaurant or at rotating homes. Such a fun way to support each other and get the night off. Warning, it can be tempted not to go when you're tired at the end of a long day, but it's always worth it. The same goes with having date nights with your husband, always worth it and crucial for cherishing our marriages. Yes, it's a little more complicated if you need to line up a babysitter, so it takes some planning. But we all know how important relaxing couple time is. And as my lovely friend Heather reminded me, put on some makeup and high heels and plan a nice evening. We're not talking about going to Home Depot to meet the kitchen remodel guy. Lastly, ask yourself what brings you joy and a feeling of restoration. If you had a few hours or even a few minutes to yourself, 
what would you choose to do? I asked my daughter and two of my daughters-in-law, all of whom are in the thick of homeschooling little ones, how they find their timeouts. And as one of them said, how do they restart the patient's meter? Their answers were all similar and will probably be totally familiar to you if you're in this season. They listed sweet and simple things, taking a walk or just getting outside in the yard, long and very hot showers, coffee treats, cookies, and that secret stash of dark chocolate stored in a very high cabinet. That's it for now. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Even if just one of these ideas helps you to get a break in your day, it'll be worth it. And I'd love to hear more ideas from for mom timeouts. I'd love to hear your ideas for mom timeouts. Send them to me at homeschoolingjourneypodcast at gmail.com. And make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes.